weaponry. Naturally is in shock. Um, and he's he's gonna search this this desert scape for uh, any structure or light or semblance of a direction to go. Roll me a perception check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You're standing in this vast green desert. Uh, the sand, uh, like the color of a of a mirror, reflected too many times. That faint pale green blows in the wind above you as you look into the horizon. Uh, just a black space with dazzling colors, nebulas, black holes, suns, planets, um, all of these stars forming and flickering and things moving around. On the horizon, you see columns of sand being lifted up into the sky, almost like fingers reaching out to touch the heavens as the tips of those fingers are pulled off into space, forming more nebulas and celestial events as this sand whips across the desert and cuts paths and the sand blasts in your face. Cold, surprisingly cold in this place as this sand blasts your your eyes and your face. Um, You cannot discern which way is, is what. You have no sense of direction in this place. As you look out on that horizon and the the sand looks up, everything's slowly, it's all waving just a bit, almost as if this entire place is a mirage, as that just color green infects everything. Um, And you try to walk one direction towards the horizon or a different direction. No matter what point you, you designate on the horizon, you never seem to get any closer as this wind just, just bitter and cold whips your face and the sand just you know blasts your skin um as like you know panic kind of sets in fight or flight is going to start to kind of become a thing for Flinry and uh I think he he's gonna he's gonna shift um because it makes him feel safer uh and you know hopefully toughens his hide a little bit to be able to resist some of these elements um and I almost feel like in this situation, maybe more than any other, after you know the the shock uh, and you know almost clothesline that was this the day that he's had into this moment, um, you know I, I almost think it's, it he almost shifts too far, um, mm. and it's, the, the seams on his clothes rip, and uh, you know he starts to kind of almost become the animal rather than than you know. Uh, a man with a beast form, um, and uh, I think in the, in this moment he's he's aimless, without you know directionless. Uh, this 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 inner struggle of fight or flight will lead to this this shift and into a, just a just a uh, just a, a scream uh, of of confusion of of sorrow of loss and uh, fear and. Um, he'll he'll kind of just like hunker into like a, a almost like a a, a ball like a, a rock shaped beast ball in this sand as you know and kind of let it just pelt him as he screams into the ground yeah and as you you sit there and you scream you know for what seems like an eternity to you uh roll me a history check
13. Okay. Roll me a wisdom check. Natural one. You are very, very confused. You are able to retain these memories of this past life you had, now becoming more the reality again, remembering everything that had happened, your death, but also remembering everything that you had learned in this village. It's almost like you've lived two lives and you retain the memories of a wife, of a son, of an entire life that you didn't even live. But somehow those memories are there, even though those people don't even exist. Um, so it's this, you understand now that the your true reality was your death, and you understand that this is some sort of aberration or something, but you're so confused, you don't understand how it could be possible. Um, roll me a perception check. 19. As you're screaming and confused and, and things are whipping around you and the sand is pelting you, you start to get the feeling as you're looking out across the horizon, the sand whipping, flurries blowing across, a sandstorm begins to roll in, a small spouts of tornadoes lifting the sand and moving it here or there. You get the feeling that you are not alone. Mm. Funny will just lift his head from this kind of hunker down and and then that 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 feeling of that someone's there will just scream into the void. Who's there? There's no answer but the wind. But as you look up staring at the horizon, this storm rolling in, that sand that was forming into a storm in the air begins to pull down and shift and swirl and mix with the sand on the ground as almost forming out of nothing from this sand a giant minotaur forms in front of you made of this green sand, a green hue, backlit across this sky of nebula and and other particles. This uh, this Minotaur now stands before you, giant axe in hand, and begins to charge you. What do you do? Uh, this is an environment that Flinry is intimately familiar with. Um the concept of battle of fighting of you know sacrifice if needed this is this is probably the most comfortable he's felt since he woke up from the nap mm-hmm. and uh in this kind of over beast he's just gonna charge right back okay as this minotaur comes in i need you to roll for initiative well i gotta put you in the initiative order here uh there we go the Minotaur with a 7 on initiative Okay, and this is just a 20 for me uh, You roll, hit the fist icon in the, at the top right And then click the button Click the uh, dice button 17 17 Alright, yeah, you go first 
as now uh as now as this minotaur comes in to charge you with this axe you're charging in as well go ahead you're first to act here okay uh so Flinnery is going to uh go for the inflict wounds okay what's uh let's see yep let's see 27 to hit that will hit roll the damage Gonna be 24 necrotic damage. 24 points <laughs> of necrotic damage. As you uh as you inflict these wounds, what's it look like as you're as you're inflicting them? Flinnery, in this in this in this like almost uh, insane controlless beast form, his claws are just a little bigger than he's used to having them. And this is less of a less of an enhancement and more of a, a transformation. Um, and and he goes this, he sees this minotaur, and and its broad chest, and that's a that's a prime target to go straight for a heart. And he's gonna leap off the ground, and this this vertical leap is improved seemingly since he was you know last awake. And uh, he's gonna latch on with these claws into the chest of this minotaur and just pull, uh, trying to tear as much fiber away as the necrotic venom kind of oozes out of the, the cuticles of his claws into these open wounds on the minotaur's chest. Okay, anything for a bonus action? Yeah, let's let's take a bonus action. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do that. Um, we go for an unarmed strike? Yeah. Well, you, you could go flurry of blows even. Could we go for flurry? Okay, well, we'll yeah. do the unarmed strike for now. 22 to hit. That'll hit. And seven bludgeoning damage. All right, yeah, seven bludgeoning damage as you're just pounding into this Minotaur. Uh, it's turned at the same time as you're diving into it. Uh, he's got that axe and has picked up speed, and as you meet each other, he is charging into you, trying to bear down part of his head to catch you with a horn as he is going to use this, uh, you, this charge. You need to make a strength saving throw. You can just click that save DC 14 strength button there. And it's not responding for me, but I will do a strength yeah, save. Yeah, just do a strength save then. Yeah. It's a six. Six. You will fail. You're going to take six points of damage, and you will be knocked Thanks. prone, and you get knocked back. As you dig into his chest, he uses that horn to flip you off, and you get thrown ten feet away onto the ground on your back as he moves forward. Uh, again, so using more of his movement, and he's going to come in attacking recklessly meaning he takes advantage on this attack but you get advantage on him next attack with his great axe he's going to come strike straight down on you does a 17 hit no 17 does not hit so he brings this axe up all tall and wild and slams it down and uh, you're able to dodge out of the way and as the as the axe hits the ground the blade of it shatters into sand and as he picks it back up, it reforms as it pulls the sand back out of the desert Ooh. above you. But that is uh, Yo, that is his bad. turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, right? I'm kind of rooting for the Minotaur now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, you know. oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. Can't imagine. Uh, okay. Uh, we are gonna go for the flurry of blows. Okay. 
Assuming that was the end of his turn. Yeah, that was the end of his turn. 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, seven bludgeoning damage. Seven points of bludgeoning damage, yep. All right, and then... Uh, you get two hits with the flurry. Two hits with the flurry. Going in for 26 to hit. That'll and hit. Crushing it. Ten points of bludgeoning damage. All right, ten points of bludgeoning damage. From that, uh, that was your bonus action. You still have an action. We're going right back in for the inflict wounds. Okay, yeah. Inflict wounds again. Ooh, maybe not. Uh, let's see. How many times do you have it a day? It looks like, I guess, just one. Yeah, yeah, okay. It might just be once per short okay. rest. All right. Rest. Uh, we'll go for a, another flurry, I suppose. Okay. Let's see. I've got... Oh, you know what? You've got an we try a, you have a bow. Yeah, I've got a bow. I'm going to try shadow arts. Does that help me out here? Um... It's not I'm an attack, what, but it's... It's not an attack. You okay, know, those are just kind of uh, your features. Let's try a... Oh, that's a... That's not going to do it either. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit reacquainted here with some of these. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, we'll... Uh, we'll go for another flurry. Okay, well, you can do... You can do two unarmed strikes as your action. Okay, two so, unarmed strikes yeah. it is. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, go for it. Roll those, roll those unarmed strikes. 12 to hit. 12 is not going to hit. Okay. 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Okay. We'll grab 12 points of bludgeoning damage. 12 points of bludgeoning damage as you still kind of beating into this minotaur, sliding around, trying to dodge him as he's swinging this axe left and right over your head. <laughs> You're just ducking around and you punch him and you're missing one punch because you punched through a hole you already made in his chest as there's just these <laughs> holes just like dug out of his chest as that sand begins to like refill the holes as fast as you can punch them almost though. As um, does Flynnry notice any kind of like structural uh, like integrity key point a spine or anything that's that's holding this together as he's punching all these holes in the in the minotaur? Roll me an investigation check. <clears throat> You can't discern any sort of weak point here. It doesn't seem like he has one. He's he's made of sand. And actually, I need you to roll me. Uh, go ahead and roll me three more, four more d20s. Four d20s. Yeah, roll them it. individually though, because okay. uh, he attacked recklessly, so you had advantage on every attack. Uh, Eighteen. Okay. Go ahead and roll me another one. Four. Oh, okay. Two. Okay. And 13. Okay. Um, so I don't believe... Let's see. What's your plus, uh, plus 9? 13. So actually, the one you missed is going to hit. So you can roll the damage for one more of those uh, unarmed strikes. Oh. Okay. That was the... Uh, there we go. It's going to be 7 points. Okay. Damage. Yeah, so 7 points because I forgot he attacked recklessly. So, um, cool. um, Just as it's up for you, it switched me in the chat log to... Kyle. That's, that's okay. Okay. I don't know why it does that, but uh, <laughs> all right. Just uh, just make sure to click on your token before you roll. I think it'll it'll do that. Okay. Um, 
In any case, uh, okay. So as you're you're striking them there, making purchase all these hits, he's gonna again just wildly swinging around this great axe with uh, reckless attack, swinging with advantage, a twenty-five to hit. That hits. All right, that one's gonna hit. Twenty points oh. of slashing damage comes in okay. across your chest. As he is going to swing again. Oh my goodness. 22 to hit. 17 more points of slashing damage as this axe comes in, cutting you across the chest. And as you reel away, coming back, cutting you across the back, these wounds, not like any blade you've ever been cut by, cold and lifeless, even colder than steel as this sand is almost like ice and it doesn't quite cut your your flesh like the smoothness of a blade. It's it's sand. It's like sand just ripping your flesh. It's like these wounds are jagged and being just torn as the, the grittiness of that sand you know, and as the axe hits you again, it falls apart around your body as sand just Hits and as he pulls it back, it reforms into that axe again as it stands tall in front of you. Although now you do notice chunks of that sand are seeming to be having a little trouble staying together as it begins to to crumble and pull apart in places. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> All right, we are going to, uh, Flannery <clears throat> would like to, uh, I guess, <laughs> how is it that I come about seeing that I have a short bow this whole time? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, you do have one. <laughs> okay, cool. Got one. Um, I, let me, let me ask this question. Flannery <laughs> is now realizing that he is clearly in a place that is not normal. This, this land is not operating by the rules of conventional physics of yes world that he's been in. <clears throat> is he able to manifest any power here? Roll me a survival check. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You notice that this creature is made of sand. His <clears throat> axe made of sand. And you have that feeling, and I'll, with a hero point, I will let you in this moment. You're you're seeing everything for the first time, being adept on the battlefield. You're adapting to your situation. You're understanding things a little bit more clearly. The confusion starting to wane uh, as you look up in the sky and seeing all this sand being pulled up into the sky. You stick your hand into that sand, and again with a hero point, feeling that sand shift around your your hand you you begin to imagine a weapon what do you imagine okay. uh flinry is just is going is going deep into the into the sand right now this is, i think he's about up to his elbow where and he, he's just something beneath it is, is as you kind of described just mutating and, and shifting and and um he's he's going to uh to 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 kind of reveal the hilt of what appears to be uh, a great sword. Um, oh. And when he removes it from the sand, 
That greatsword is a flame with a blue searing flame, one that would almost be required for something like uh, glass blowing. Okay. Yeah, and as you uh, as you pull that greatsword out of the sand and it forms in your hand, impossibly, not understanding how it works, but just going with it because you're understanding, you've seen how this works for, for him and are emulating those moves in this in this moment of clarity on the battlefield. Go ahead and it is on your character sheet now. You can attack with it in okay. your inventory. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna roll with that great sword for nine. Uh, you should be. You should have an extra plus nine to that because you will okay. be proficient with it. So, so eighteen. Uh, okay. Yeah. Eighteen. Uh, eighteen. To hit. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen will hit. Okay. Um. I am wondering if if I spent a, a key point, this is going to be a little bit creative here. If I spent yeah. a key point, um, rather than going for a simple slashing attack, if my goal was to hinder this Minotaur's movement by uh, glassing one of its legs, by burying the blade into it in a one one-off, I would like to, to to do that instead of a standard attack. Yeah, absolutely. Roll the roll the damage. Okay. And then add on a uh, because of this swords the the fire properties you were talking about. Uh, roll a d8 of of fire damage as well. Okay. All right. So that is seven slashing and eight flame damage. All right, 15 um, points of damage as you cut in with this blade across the leg. Uh, it's just, it sears that that sand and it becomes molten for a second as you chop through. And as he pulls back and lifts this leg up, you see the sand on the leg trying to reform, but each part of the leg on each end of the cut has been turned into a mirror as that glass has been melted and uh, and formed and cauterized into a mirror and that sand can't reform back past that point of of being a reflection on each side so the uh the minotaur stands with one leg still and and you uh you still have a bonus action uh bonus action uh i will go for you can use the sword again if you want all right we'll do the sword we'll do one more sword swing here this Cool dope sword you pulled out of the sand. Why not it's use cool it? Cool dope sword. Yeah, uh, nineteen. Uh, it's plus plus nine. Er, that plus nine twenty one. Twenty one. That'll hit definitely. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll get some damage here for that, and then also with the D eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nine slashing seven fire damage. <clears throat> right, his obituary. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Flinnery in this moment and this sword he has no idea how he has this sword sees the the wound on the minotaur on the one leg and uh takes a just a just a a, a power stance in front for this final charge of the attack throws the sword kind of behind him low and holding it as if he's going to run and uh in doing so the the sword is it touches the the sand beneath his feet just just ever so briefly uh, and 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 the flame travels to the bottoms of his boots, and he's creating this glass surface as he's running, so that he's not hindered at all movement-wise on this sand. So he's in a dead sprint with this giant flaming sword. Glass is breaking under his feet as he's running, 
and he reaches the Minotaur and leaps into the sky with just an immense bestial power. Takes this great sword and brings it down between the eyes of the Minotaur, slicing his entire body in half. Glass forming on the insides of the cut mirrors where Flinry looks to one side and sees his human form, to the other side and sees his bestial form, glancing back at him with a determination and grit that he hasn't seen in a long time. His two halves represented here as he defeats what will surely be the first of many foes in a new world. Yeah, as you just totally slice him in half, seeing yourself in those mirrors, the the rest of that sand and that minotaur, as it falls to the ground, hits and is picked up again by the wind and carried away. But those two chunks of mirror in the silhouette of a minotaur lay there on the ground, completely cauterized, and you stand here for a moment, breathing heavily, the sand, cold sand, still blowing in your face again. You're once again alone in this desert. You look down at that sword, though, as it's been glowing hot with this energy, it begins to cool in your hands and becomes a mirror itself. Still a sword, still yours to have, but it has a mirror finish now on it, and you can... As you look in it, you can see in yourself this. Uh, oh, roll me a roll me a perception check. Twenty eight. Okay. As you decent roll of <laughs> as you look into this sword, you see yourself reflected back. You see both halves reflected back in this image simultaneously. But you also, you see past it. You start to see things in this mirror that give you indications about this place. Feelings of where to go and how to navigate. You're somehow connected now to the sand, to this mirror. You understand it a little bit more. Um, not in a, in a conscious type of way, but as you look into that mirror you start to see things that aren't here though you, you see reflections of your friends Tottenheim and and uh, Lockett mm. in a life after your death you see past that to to other people and places you knew in the world but that fades away quickly as in that in that sword you begin to just see the shifting of sand and as you see it in the sword it begins to happen below your feet now the sand in this desert starting to pull itself in a certain direction towards a space on the horizon as if guiding you to walk in this direction now somehow connected to this place and having the swords for the moment giving you the ability to 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 travel as you walk distantly into the horizon as you that battle rage subsides and you continue to walk on alone but still now with a heading going exactly where you want to go as you look into this night sky of nebulas and the sand is strafing um, being cut dunes lifting and falling around you any thoughts here as you make your way alone through this desert so as I make my way alone through this desert I'm I'm exhausted and 
confused and afraid, but it's also somehow comforted by the sword. Uh, the mirror finish seeming to bring a little more groundedness to this new place. Um, as Flinry holds the sword in front of him one more time before he's going to sling it onto his back, um, he stares at his own reflection and 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 kind of looks the blade up and down as his eyes meet the point in the mirror finish where the cross guard meets the blade, mm-hmm. right along that bottom part of the the, uh, the the sword. He stops because he sees a small gold kind of flicker, as in some language that he doesn't know but can somehow read. Uh, the word truth inscribes itself on the blade. And he thinks about that for a moment, puts the sword onto his back, and starts to walk off towards the horizon as the sand kind of starts swirling around. And yeah. he has a feeling that something is is it's going to be okay somehow. All right, and you walk on into that desert for days, weeks, months maybe years indiscernible at this point but you continue on with your sword in hand hoping praying for some sort of connection or a way out of this place for now lost but with some sort of heading you walk on 